Hello everyone and welcome to The Figure Forecast. I'm your host, Damien Cross. A little bit of a different episode this week, so we're just going to jump straight into an interview that I did with my dad. Hope you enjoy. So I've never interviewed anyone for anything before, so this is going to be interesting. But we don't have an episode, as Sam is not very well. So I'm going to interview my dad about what he thinks about wrestling and see how that goes. Uh, when did you start watching wrestling? We'll start there. Oh my god. But, uh, got to have been about 89, 88, something like that. So kind of the early days of uh, like WrestleMania, but I remember, before Monday Night Raw. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I remember watching the Mega Powers explode and stuff like that. So yeah, that was a long time ago though. But. Yeah, I've just gone back and rewatched those WrestleManias. Uh, different time for wrestling. It's come a long way in that time. But to speak to someone who has been watching since the beginning, what kind of do you think the biggest change you think you've, you've seen over the years? Uh, oh, uh, oh god, that's a difficult one. I think. Yeah, Sam asked me that last week, and I, I kind of struggled to to answer it myself. But I think the like the off out of ring stuff has changed. A lot more than the in-ring stuff because that's not. I suppose that's still more or less the same, but it's the the promos and that not quite as bad as they used to be. And yeah, they definitely had a particular energy, especially Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. They... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the in-ring stuff doesn't seem that different. I mean, they don't do the same moves. They've stopped doing like atomic drops the whole time, which is what they always used to do, and sleep holds. But the rest of it seems. Because like Bret Hart was back then, he still did the same kind of stuff that he did back then. But tag teams were a lot better back then. Yeah, I'd have to say definitely better tag teams. Yeah, that's something we've talked about a lot. That current WWE just doesn't seem to know what to do with tag team wrestling, both on the men and women's side. Yeah, yeah. It used to be more. Was it more tag team or it, I think it was definitely more for tag teams, and then they'd do some singles as well. It was. I think everybody was in tag teams back in, yeah. in the old days. So you mentioned Bret Hart, obviously it was the Hart Foundation. They were quite a, a big tag yeah, team around that time. And Shawn Michaels in the Rockers. Obviously they were both going to have individual singles careers, but they did quite a lot as Yeah, they were good. Stuff. I remember them when they were in Demolition and stuff like that. They were good. Yeah, Demolition was pretty good. Even though, I don't know if it was... It, was, it always seemed to be them and the Hart Foundation got a fight and that's all I can can't remember any others but I know there's a lot of tag teams or there always used to be two of everybody if you know what I mean yeah yeah so we'll move more to current day wrestling uh, me and Sam have been criticising Monday Night Raw especially a lot recently but you also tune in every week and unlike me and Sam who now do this so we can comment on it you're just watching for Kind of the actual entertainment you get from the the program. What what do you think about Raw at the minute, especially? Um, it's, repeating the same matches all the time is big big problem because you never seem to get anywhere. It's like, didn't we do this the other week? And never seem to put other people against anybody different. It's always the same one. That is a big big problem. But it's because they took Paul Heyman off it. It was quite good for that brief window when he was kind of in charge. It seemed to be turning in the right direction. Yeah, and now it's gone, gone not gone backwards, but yeah, just 
don't seem to be nowhere to go with it and it's is a bit of a problem when it's the same every week it's, it gets a bit boring with AEW getting better weekly we watched a little bit of a, of a show the other week I just found out it's actually airs on Friday on ITV4 I think here in the UK so oh, right, okay. some of you might be trying to watch more of in the future but with them being more and more competitors to WWE yeah. do you think that's going to be a, a positive that we might see some changes in WWE to kind of compensate for that they look like they're more uh, competition for NXT rather than for the main ones because just watching them it just seemed a bit mad and not making any sense which is a bit more like yeah that and it, it was that that match was crazy and it made no sense who was fighting who and what was going on yeah I believe it was a kind of like a fairground match or something like, yeah, like a carnival match I, yeah it was just weird as a new viewer that was a little <laughs> hard to follow but I'm sure if you've been tuning every week you might be able to follow it a little bit more that but is... the actual in-ring stuff still they're pretty good I like watching them it's... they look like they hurt each other which is what you want <laughs> yeah a little bit of a little bit of good selling or some actual uh, injuries can definitely add a little bit of entertainment as well yeah Although you don't want anyone to actually get hurt, it does kind of add to the kind of spectacle when someone's busted open or... Yeah, you've got to do it a bit, otherwise it does look too fake. You pull every punch and you're like, that, that didn't actually hit him. When you kicked his teeth out, you're like, can't say that's fake. No. Obviously, I think the one that stuck out for me recently was the bro kick on Riddle when he was upside down. Yeah, that looked like that hurt. <laughs> I wouldn't fancy having to try and plan. Oh, practicing for it might have been interesting. Yeah, um, not landing on your head might prove difficult. I think bro kick generally is going to be a centimetre or two the wrong way. You're going to eat boot, but being upside down while he does it, he's asking to have your teeth kicked out. Yeah, fair, fair play to both uh, both of them there for being able to perform that in a way that, well, that Riddle was comfortable with. I'm not sure Seamus was too fussed about it, but no. for Riddle to be happy to take it, like, that takes a lot of trust in both of them. Or just a willingness to get kicked in the face. Or Seamus didn't tell him he was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that isn't true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, that was, that's... I like to see it a bit, not yeah, not too. Don't want to go Ric Flair pink hair all the time, but you've got to have it a, a little bit to show they are actually making contact. Yeah, they've recently brought it back um, with kind of the Edge, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns story of doing the concerto because they can do that in a way that doesn't actually kill hit anybody, them. Yeah. And you can kind of see it uh, this week on SmackDown that the chair just hits the mat, so it's not making any contact with Daniel Bryan whatsoever. But, in the moment, you're not focused on that. You, you get that that sound of the two chairs clashing and you really think that oh, that's a move that would really hurt. And I feel like doing stuff like that is the right way to go. We don't need to go back to kind of the rock smashing Mankind's head in while he's, he was handcuffed, because that was just uncomfortable to watch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the sound, yeah, that's what you want, the sound. A bit like Bianca Belair whipping. It's, um, that does much more than actually seeing it. It's yeah. hearing it. It's like, ow. 
So she got Bobby Roode, whipped him across the back in SmackDown. Did I miss that on SmackDown? That's not very good from me. Uh. Yeah, it, she was, he was doing something to um, Street Profits and she cut him in the ring and whipped him across his back. Oh, I think I do think I remember because the the commentators talking about you're not allowed to interact between male and females. Um, that's their mixed tag matches, which have always been a weird one. Um, I, even back in the day, they had uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, or I think he was Macho King at the time. Oh God, yeah. Versus Dusty Rhodes. And his what was her name? Um, but they had a mixed tag match and they still had the rule back then so it's not something they've added in but it is a kind of weird that when one person tags the other team have to and you kind of take away from the tag part of it a little bit when you well, do that yeah you want them to actually just get on with it just have fighting like a bit like China she can do it why can't you well especially as it's all faked like it's not they're not actually hurting each other no. for the most part um, so we had it last year, I believe, uh, or maybe the year before. It's been a weird, weird time with Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. And Baron Corbin hits end of days on Becky Lynch. Yeah, and no one because the cried move, about it. Did the they? move is safe to take, but it is dramatic because it never happens. You're like, oh, like wow. But so, then Bianca Belair got. Bobby Roode up on her shoulders as well. So you want to see that as well. Yeah, it can add some extra dynamic to the matches, so hopefully we can see just a little bit more. We don't necessarily need to have Bobby Lashley versus Charlotte Flair for the for the title, but... Braun Strowman against Alexa Bliss. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be comp necessarily going to need to be competitive, but just a little bit of interaction can go a long yeah, way. Yeah, they don't have to run off from each other. They want to be there. Yeah. So we ha I haven't talked about this uh, yet on the podcast, but we did go and see some live wrestling uh, a long time ago. Some some local wrestling, which was interesting to look back on, um, of the kind of the quality differences between <laughs> a promotion that's fully fledged as WWE, selling out arenas, and a local wrestling group. In a working men's club. Yeah. It's quite an interesting. Well, I thought we'd bring it up because you were the person who took me to. Did we go twice or was it just once? We. Uh, I think. Um, I think there was t two. Of maybe them. it was. Yeah, I can't remember. I remember the one. I can't remember if it. But uh, the slice bread. Slice bread. Wrestling was. Uh, yeah, it was good fun. I'll have to admit, watching it was. They did do a good show, but... Yeah, they kind of get the interaction with the, the crowd a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's more what... More you can get in a big one. Yeah. <laughs> um, memorable for the poster, which had a wrestler with a t-shirt on, shut your face, but it was cut off, so it just said, shut your Rob Hunter. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did look, he's no longer wrestling, but that was 15 years ago, we think, so... You were at primary school, because... The referee was someone yeah. of your school, wasn't he? Your so dad. A weird kind of thing, like, I know you, you were <laughs> a referee for sliced bread wrestling. 
but they were good. It was a good show. We really enjoyed it. It was, um, yeah, some of them were a bit, yeah. But the others were the one with the orange. Is that the guy that was trying to buy a drink at the bar? No, no, it is. I think he was fighting him at the time. The um, one who threw his watsits everywhere. Yeah, I do, I do kind of remember <laughs> that, which is such a interesting... He was the heel, the one with the orange trunks on. He was the heel, but he was really good at it. Still, I've never worked out his name, but he was good. He was a good heel. He played up to the crowd. Get there. That was... For being so close to it, it was pretty good. Getting covered with water when he threw it everywhere. Bottled water. But I, that, I really enjoyed that, and you really loved it. And then won a WWE video in the raffle or something. Still need to check which uh, pay-per-view that was. I, I think it had a match between Kane and The Undertaker with a special guest referee, Stone Cold. I think. I don't know about that. It would have been one of the in-your-house pay-per-views, but... Yeah. That was a few years ago, though. Yeah. That... Probably 20, <laughs> nearly... Well, it was somewhere between 15 and 20 years, so it would have been around the time I kind of got into yeah. wrestling. Because... You like, yeah, because you liked it, because I watched it at the weekends. And, but I think that was the first time, I think that was the first time for ages I'd seen anything like that live, that was good. Now we've just got to wait until they come back for Smackdown, yeah. uh, Raw. Has it changed to Raw now? The one that's, no, as you said, it's Raw that does the touring now, not Smackdown. Uh, we're all, my dad's oh. got tickets to watch one of the shows live, but obviously the pandemic hit just as uh, <laughs> about that was a month to happen. before. Meant to be May last year, then it got changed to May this year. Still postponed. Still another... postponed. But next UK tour, presumably, um, we'll be able to go and watch them. Which will be good. I'd like to be, uh, see what it's like for taping of. One of those, what it's like. Hopefully, it's just as good. But I imagine the atmosphere is is, is good. Uh, they always seem to have good. Hopefully, I mean slapping range from a lot of Miz or something like that. <laughs> oh, if we were on camera side, like yeah, might have to get a t-shirt before we go for that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear one of our uh, figure forecast t-shirts that we're. Not making because uh, <laughs> no, you'd have to make one for that just in case you get on camera. Get get the brand out there. Yeah. Who knows? By May next year, we might have uh, a good number of people that listen. So also may have Seamus knocking on the door. I did not call Seamus out. <laughs> that wasn't what happened. Or someone else might have Bobby Lashley knocking on the door. <laughs> so because I've not. Not an interview, I was doing go, going through this all over the place. What's your favourite wrestling match that you can think of? Or, I'm going to put you on the spot. The one I remember enjoying the most from a long time ago was the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior. Was that WrestleMania? The when they, title unification. Title, yeah, when they put that was. I remember watching that and that was really good because you wanted both to win but you weren't and they didn't do it for it seemed to go on for ages it, every time you thought one of them was going to get the pin they kicked out and then it but that one I remember really enjoying but I like blurring in my mind because I've watched 
one to eight WrestleManias in like the last week and a half. Um, but I think that's either five or six. Sounds about well, I'm not sure because it was a while ago. I do but remember a being, a, being a little surprised when it kind of got to that match and seeing how much was left of the show because one of the things that was quite prominent back in the day was a lot of shorter matches, especially on pay-per-view. Yeah. And, yeah, seeing how much was left of the match, like, was quite surprising. We, we kind of... We're used to seeing 20, 30-minute matches for titles all the time now, but it was a little more uncommon back then they, yeah. they had a time limit which I didn't realise they would announce it that like, after 60 minutes if there's not been a winner it, it, the match is over but that's the way of just getting finishing a match without actually anybody losing or winning it would be interesting to see if any matches ever did go the distance for the title matches I know they had Ironman matches and things yeah but it would be something to look look into but, but definitely that was one of the best ones to watch but then a lot of recent ones, you probably think back if you can remember them all. There's so many after a while, it's hard to remember them. But a lot, of, it's hard. You seem to remember the work, the bad ones more than you remember the good ones. So ones where you think, mm, I could have beat you. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> you put yourself on the spot there. Which is a, a bad match that you can uh, think to where you could have won yourself? Uh, no, actually, the worst match I've seen for a while it was got to be Undertaker. Um, Oldberg, when they both tried to kill each other by dropping themselves on their heads, that yeah. kind of match, you sticks in your mind because it was like, oh, that that did not look good. No, I don't think many people can have fond memories of that, especially not the Undertaker and Goldberg. Um, I think the Undertaker talked about it on a interview before, yeah. but yeah, that match and the DX versus uh, Kane and Undertaker match were two that kind of kind of wish they hadn't happened yeah uh, as great as it was to see Shawn Michaels step back in the ring it's um, not quite the the star power's gone obviously yeah he's, he's lost his hair now which is so, still so strange to to see um, especially as he normally wears a hat and then it was like Shawn Michaels is bald when did that happen um, but it was surprisingly was good apart from a few a few spots, but yeah, those are some matches that probably didn't. Yeah, to they seem to stick a bit more than. Look, most of them are actually pretty good. A lot of the women's matches recently have been really good, uh, especially like the Hell in a Cell ones they did, and yeah, they're, they're been good. So that's but some of the women's have lately have been a bit. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's something we're not trying that noted. hard. Or, Especially with Lana in it for some reason. Not sure whether wrestlers aren't, whether the women's wrestlers aren't being given the time or aren't. There's just something not connecting because we've seen almost all of them have amazing matches. So much so that even the ones that aren't as good in the ring should be able to be helped through. Like yeah, yeah. If you've got someone really talented they should be able to wrestle with someone who's not and make it look good. Um, I think there was a joke Triple H made they, when they had a, a, um, a show where they didn't have any wrestlers that he would get CM Punk to wrestle a mop for 45 minutes and it would still be entertaining. <laughs> or, or something like that was said. And 
it is kind of true that if you've got someone who's really good, they could wrestle with anyone and make a, make a good match out of it. So it is interesting that some of the women wrestlers are being kind of exposed, but they shouldn't be. They yeah. Should, there should be enough talent to kind of make it work and there's something not quite there at the minute. Then they're giving them enough time on air but not enough quality matches to make up for it. It's like, Nia Jax and those ones, uh, the ones, they seem to be getting the same things happening every week and it's like... Yeah, a lot of TV time for that story but it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about it that we're kind of assuming that Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are going to split up at some point they're going to have a little feud with each yeah, other yeah. and then go off into the singles uh, thing and I don't know if they're, they're holding off for a live crowd oh, maybe that's maybe that's a lot of it what they're not doing stuff it's just they're just biding time until they can get people back in to... yeah they do just seem to be dragging it out and it's fine to drag out the right story, book it over a long time, but it does definitely feel that at the minute certain stories are just stagnating. They're not going yeah, anywhere yeah. and they're not particularly entertaining to keep watching. See, look, Bianca Belair against uh, Sasha Banks was good. Their match was really, really put the effort in and that was good. But yeah, the tag team ones, they seem to be struggling. I don't know why. Maybe they just, yeah, they just don't want to do anything until... Which, from one perspective, is understandable because if you've got a big dramatic moment, surely you want that in front of a crowd to get the reaction. Uh, I think it's get the right one. I think Jimmy Uso is ready to come back. He's, I think, I've, I think I've seen reports that he's no longer injured, but he's not been on. Oh, waiting for a... But are they waiting for him to come back and he's going to feud with Jay? and have a little sibling feud. Oh. That would be pretty good, but you kind of... You, or is he going to come back and cost Roman the title for what he's done to Jay? And then they kicks it off. That would be, yeah, be quite but good. either way, you kind of you need that crowd in attendance to yeah. react. I'm surprised after having the crowd back at WrestleMania, they haven't had a limited crowd back for normal. Uh, oh. Smackdown and Raw which for the Americans I thought they would go for it after letting them in for that they'd want it I'm not surprised for the weekly shows because they have spent a lot of money to do this Thunderdome but I am surprised that Backlash or Wrestlemania Backlash um, is back behind closed doors I would have thought they might start trying to ease out. although there is rumours that they plan to start uh touring again by the summer so that would be good to get it back to normal but people forget what to do when they go if they leave it too much longer they'll be standing there quiet sitting down watching them <laughs> now that would be weird it would you do kind of miss it um, as good as the Thunderdome has been having a crowd at Wrestlemania just kind of made everything. The poor guy that made all the signs is sitting there with his warehouse full of them that he needs. Yeah, on with stupid signs and... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll cut that. <laughs> it always happens, man. I need to start eating before we record stuff. I don't 
don't know what else to record. I don't know what else to ask. <laughs> no, that's talking about look. Uh... No, I'm trying to think of anything else to think of. So one thing a lot of wrestling fans like to do is fantasy book. It's a big thing about like we we kind of, that's kind of how we started doing predictions was like, who do we want to to win and whether we want someone like, what's kind of stories. So the big four champions you've got the two men's uh, Bobby Lashley's WWE Roman Reigns is Universal. Bianca Belair was SmackDown Women's Champion and Rhea Ripley as Raw Women's Champion. Who would you like to see them face? At, we'll, we'll say SummerSlam because that's a big, the next really big pay per view. Who would you, what kind of matchups would you want to see? Assuming they all hold the title to then. I think a couple of them might not, but. So it's. Bobby Lashley's has got to be. Uh, Drew McIntyre again. I want to see him not just use the hurt lock all the time because that's getting a bit. Uh, come on. So you'd, you'd carry that story through to the summer? Lashley or he fights Reigns, but that means he's got to switch brands. So that's. Mm. I do think there's a draft coming up soon. Oh, yeah. So, but I'd like to see that. Him and Reigns would be quite. A, I reckon they'd. The Survivor Series match, I believe it was, was yeah, was pretty good. Had some good promos. So. And I read something earlier that Mark Henry's looking for a comeback, and he's lost like six stone. So him against Lashley would be a good, good clash. I could see that happening. Yeah, I mean, it's not something I would have thought of, but if he's because last time we saw him, he was he had knee surgery. I think he was on like a. A scooter type thing. <laughs> yes, that helps. <laughs> but if he's match ready and in good shape. I think he did like the big shows, lost a lot of. Yeah, Mark Henry versus Bobby Lashley could be. Just an like a strength. Like you think you're so strong, take me on. That kind of. I could see that. Could make Bobby Lashley look really good as well if he if he wins. Yeah. Um. Someone, I'm not sure which one of the women. But one of them, it's got to be Becky against one of them. It's probably, probably be Rhea Ripley, I would have thought. Because they wouldn't want her to be Anka Belair, but... I think if Becky comes back, she'll go on to SmackDown. Just because Seth Rollins is there, and I would imagine, if, especially if they were going to start touring again, they'd want them to be together together. because... But they don't always do that, though. No, just because there's a child, you've got to arrange for people to... Like yeah. Child sit them, babysit them, whatever. I think they might keep them together. But Becky Lynch versus either Bianca Belair or Rhea Ripley would be a big money match. I think so. Rhea Ripley a bit bit more. Thing it would be good to see her against Bianca Belair, but I can't. I think they'd do it more against Rhea Ripley. But who Bianca Belair should have to? Ah, oh, see. We can only keep seeing her against Sasha. That's the only thing. It, it was such a good match that yeah. you kind of you kind of want to see the follow up. Yeah, yeah. They they did do really good against each other. They seem to. If they can hold off until SummerSlam and not have them fight in one of the small pay per views between that, I think that could go down as a, a yeah. really good follow up. Is there any other women that drew to come back? Not Charlotte because. <laughs> then again, Rhea Ripley kicking Charlotte's teeth that might be a good match. 
think I can see what, that being quite good. I think that's what we might be getting. That yeah. looks like the story that they're trying to tell. Because we don't know when Becky's coming back. But no. that would be quite good. Yeah, I'd like to see. Because they're about the same size. So... Yeah. Yeah, that would that'd be quite good. So obviously, they had the WrestleMania 36 match, which unfortunately Charlotte won. Everyone kind of wanted... Yeah, but wasn't that a triple threat or something? Uh, it's the NXT Championship match. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, what, last time she was in it, she came back, she came into the main roster for one match, didn't she, Rhea Ripley? That was last year. The call-ups and... Yeah, well, the switch crazy. between NXT and main roster, even though we're not meant to call it that anymore, have uh, been kind of weird. Uh, we had Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa come up and then go back down, and obviously... Yeah. Who know? Who can remember? Sometimes with WWE, they'll change their minds on a weekly basis. So. Yeah, but those ones I like. To see. Just some of the people coming back and going for the title to be good. The people that have been out for a long time. Be nice. Or is there anybody new that's gonna? No one new coming through, is there? Uh, no. No one that jumps out at the minute. They haven't done a, let's announce someone's coming soon for six months before they actually turn up and then they're rubbish. We have we have Alistair Black having some returning promos, which are a little odd. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing with that. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, I so liked him, he was quite good, but he didn't last, he didn't do anything, he just did some Seems there was some backstage kind of stories there. Sacked his missus, doesn't Probably didn't help. <laughs> so lastly, on the fantasy booking, if you could take one wrestler from back in the day, in their prime, to come into WWE now, so you could have prime Ultimate Warrior, for example, <laughs> to who, who would you pick as a past wrestler and a current wrestler to kind of square off? There's a lot of wrestlers back in the day who would make amazing Wouldn't the, personalities the mentioned earlier that if he came back now he'd, he'd shake it up his Bret Hart because he was brilliant what he did so I think he'd come up but who from now to face him I don't know someone maybe him against someone like Daniel Bryan would have been a good good match because they're both really good technical wrestlers that would have been in a I mean on a purely fantasy that would have been a nice one. Prime Bret Hart versus the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns in a family versus family kind of feud could be pretty uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I can't. You could. It was, uh, just two different styles, but whereas he would, uh, he would have messed him up. Mm. I've seen him sharpshooting him too much, so. I, I, I think I've talked myself into it. A Hart family versus. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, so I'm not even going to try. The Reigns family. Reigns family um, in a kind of Oops. in a feud. You could have uh, Owen Hart and Jim the Anvil. That's the one, Jim the Anvil. Night Hart yeah. in a tag match against the Usos. Like, ooh, that's like that. That's the sort of matches you can only dream of. Yeah, yeah. Jim the Anvil was good. He was big and he was strong yeah see things like that yeah you, if you could get them back now it would be good 
But fine. Bret Hart now, well, I think he'd shake it up a bit because he could out-wrestle most of them, technically. But there's only a few that could play him at his own game. He's he the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be for a reason. Yes. He always looked, whatever he did looked like it hurt. That was always a good plus for him. He won't, any, all his moves look like, that's gonna, uh, that's bad. <laughs> I wouldn't want that. I don't think I'd want many moves, to be fair. Um... Uh, no. But the sharpshooter, he used to do it so well. I did an ever so brief wrestling school uh, thing with Sam. Um, the next day wasn't fun when doing that. Like, even, <laughs> even simple things like an RKO, you, you're landing on that floor and it was padded. But it didn't feel like enough. <laughs> yeah. Those kind of like school, like gym Crash mats, the, the thin the blue thing, ones, yeah. uh, was basically what we were doing it onto. I don't know if that's more or less padded than a wrestling ring, but I think wrestling rings have a little bit of bounce to the boards, which kind of lessens and the impact. You do it on the apron, which is the hardest part of the ring. Yes, no, I agree. But I think the boards are meant to make it sound worse. Yeah. Than it is, but it's still, it's not a enjoyable experience. No, no. That's I, why when people say it's all fake, you, get, you try and do it then. Oh no. But, yeah, I wouldn't, I'd maybe do it once and then think, yeah, next time I might not get up afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a go. <laughs> be get put to a table by the Dudleys, that will be, Something you can talk about with pride, but it really hurt. Like, yeah, going through a wooden table, even if it is a, a table that's designed to break. Like, I've seen enough wounds inflicted by the the breaking tables that, like hardcore Holly, when he split his back open about a foot. Yeah, I don't think I'd I'd give it a go, but maybe twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Goldberg came back, he was, he's older than you are. Yeah. I could drop under, under the tape on his head. We've got a, we've got a late push, I don't know how old DDP was when he started wrestling, but he wasn't he wasn't a young man when he got into it. So If Bad Buddy can do it, I can do it. There you go, you heard it, you heard it on this podcast first. This is the first step into my dad becoming a wrestler. As long as they let me do the Canadian Destroyer on The Miz. <laughs> we'll see what we can arrange. On the concrete. I think that's a good point to uh, to kind of wrap this weird interview discussion thing up. Hopefully it sounded okay. And hopefully Sam is back next week and his voice is recovered. But <laughs> Well, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. Uh, it was a bit of a weird kind of thing to do this week. But if everyone enjoyed it, maybe we can follow it up in a future episode ask a few more questions. So if you do have any, any questions you'd like to ask me, Sam, or now apparently my dad, you can send them to us. We're on Facebook at The Figure Forecast. We're on Twitter at Figure4UK. And we're on YouTube, where you can find by searching The Figure Forecast. But that's all the time we've got this week. Hopefully we're back to regular stuff next week. Bye.